Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we begin today's podcast by looking back on yesterday's racing from Boy Lascaux. Here's how we reacted to this historic moment on TalkSport. He's winning again with a masterful exhibition of riding. I loved it. If he hasn't hit me yet, then I then it's been my last Royal Ascot because it's been so good. Frankie's farewell at Royal Ascot and it's winner number 78 at the Royal Meeting for the Italian. For him to win the Gold Cup, I think, was really, really special. And Frankie has done it! Number nine for Frankie! We've had a Royal win and now the king of the track here has won the biggest race of them all. Winning seven races at Ascot. Um, was an amazing feat. He's done amazing things for the sport. It was his first Royal Ascot was 36 years ago. That just goes to show the level at which he's been riding for such a long time. Yet another winner for Frankie. Perfect. His third win of the week. What more could you want? Frankie on fire on his farewell. Coppice wins the Sandringham. Pretty amazing, active. Been pulled left, right, and centre by everyone. Bit cheered by everyone. So he's been a uh, very overwhelming. The last time we will see Frankie Dottori riding at the Royal Meeting. Extraordinary is a jockey genius. Time to check in with the game day breakfast now. An ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on the weekend's sporting headlines. If you could swap Jacka for Declan Rice, if you're an Arsenal fan, that's the move of the season. Arsenal would suit him because of the way and style that Arteta's got Arsenal playing at the moment. Declan Rice can play both positions because he is that good. Trying to go for winning leagues and Champions Leagues and Declan Rice has to be a part of that. He's, he's that good of a player that he needs to be part of that. Huge move for Arsenal because you're not just getting a wonderful midfielder, you're also getting an English one and I think you get more of a platform to score goals. I think that would be the perfect type for Arsenal. With going to Arsenal, he might get a little bit more of the ball. He might be able to get forward a little bit more. We might not have seen the best of him yet. He won a heck of a player and he would be amazing at Arsenal. I mean, I still think Arsenal are favourites. He is such a good player. He's exactly what Arsenal needs. He'd make Arsenal better. Would he personally get better? 
Not sure. I think it will be very interesting if Manchester City did come in for him. I think his eyes might light up and he might think, yeah, I fancy myself a bit of that. If he does leave West Ham, I would be interested to see what sort of heights he could reach as a player playing under Pep. Declan Rice, just how good is he? Man City is an easy choice as in, look, they're gonna, they could easily win the double next year and maybe more. That That's the, the thing you've got to really consider is, but how big a part do you play in that? Mm-hmm. if you go to Manchester City. Because it's not impossible that they could spend £100 million and he could be a bit part player at Man City. So yeah. Some people might laugh at that. Well, that's exactly the first season of Jack Grealish. Now, do you want to accept that and think, well, I, I sort of find my way at the football club? And people have mentioned Calvin Phillips, like I did as well, that's a player that left Leeds, played a lot of football, was in the England team, mm-hmm. played the Euros alongside Declan Rice. Now he's nowhere near the England team. Do I think that's going to happen to Declan Rice? No. But I do think there's a very high possibility he won't play as much football as he would like. You look at Arsenal in the last since Arteta's where he came in December 19, would that be about right, Nat? Yeah, that I think that's well. about yeah. right. That season they got 56 points. Okay, mm-hmm. so he hadn't played the part in the early season. The next season they got 61 the next season they got 69. And yeah. last year they got 84. So there's a real upward curve at Arsenal. Declan Rice would make the impact that Alisson and Van Dijk made at Liverpool by coming, if they get Kai Havertz as well, when I talked about the mm-hmm. use, that how you could use him, and some people might laugh at that comparison. But I think there's a real upgrade going again because they have to. Some breaking news uh, for you. According to Marker, Bernardo Silva is on the verge of agreeing a deal to move to a Saudi Arabian club, Bernardo Silva. No way. Yes way. No way. Yes way. It's it's hard to ignore the numbers. The numbers are not just... This isn't like China. Don't even... You know, we shouldn't even be comparing it. This is something way bigger, far more aggressive, and also it's going to be a long, longer. It, you know, this investment's not just to be this short-term, this season, they're going to come back. They're coming back regularly. Every window. And by the way, there'd be a lot of Premier League teams quite happy to offload players to Saudi Arabia that they think, well, we've got big fees for, plus we've you know, we've got uh, salaries off our books. They'd be quite happy to offload. You only have to look at Live Golf and you have to see some of the players, Cameron Smith leaving, Dustin Johnson, and there are older players at the, towards the end of their twilight of their career that have gone. But we're seeing this also, Kwaku, in football where... The Ruben Nevers one, mm. when when he signed, that was this was a guy that was being touted by Barcelona, but they couldn't match the deal or even get close to it, so he's ended up going. Is that going to be more common? Absolutely. I think the next interesting part of this move is TV rights. Um, you know, will yeah. they be able to sell TV rights of Saudi Arabia, Arabian football? Um, and I would imagine that's already in the pipeline. To the Transfer Insiders now with the fun boy Jason Cundy and Darren Ambrose. Mason Mount from the edge of the box. Fizzes one into the bottom left-hand corner. Meet in the middle, get it done for the best of everyone. Chelsea don't want this dragging on. Man United don't want to have to go out and get a second choice that they don't really see. So Mason's their priority. Get it done. We're talking single-figure millions. Get it done for for both parties. And the player, because what the worst case scenario for everyone is that Mace doesn't get sold in the summer, and Man United lose out. 
Chelsea probably end up losing 50 million or plus whatever they decide it's worth and Mason's there in the middle and they're not going to go and sign someone if they sign someone else that deal next year might not go through okay let's go and speak to Ben Jacobs from CBS Sports he joins us now Nicholas Jackson nine goals in his last eight games in La Liga to finish his Villarreal career the release clause was 35 million euros Chelsea paid a little bit more to get preferable payment terms he's already in London the medical will take place soon and he's very direct he's decent with his back to goal so could turn into a very valuable signing for Chelsea and gives them an option to lead the line because Pochettino's likely to play that 4-2-3-1 and Kai Havertz has left. Amando Broglie's just back from injury so he might see himself getting some game time. An early shot which catches out the hair. He makes a massive mistake and he squirms in behind him. Let's go and speak to Beth Tucker uh, from the United stand. De Gea has to leave. He's nowhere near the top-level goalkeepers that you need to be competing for, you know, titles, competing for leagues. And Anana, everyone saw in the Champions League how good he is with the ball at his feet. And that's one of the main things that Eric Ten Hag wants to implement. Like, he wants to play out from the back. That's why he's got Lissandro Martinez in straight away, who's brilliant at it. We're getting technical players in. Mason Mount, again, is another one who's really good on the ball. So we're getting players like that all over the pitch. It starts off at the goalkeeper. Get an honor, and he's worked with Eric Ten Hag before as well. So, you know, he's already got a relationship with him. To cricket now, and the fallout from England's dramatic defeat in the first Ashes Test continues. Talksport Sam Ellard has spoken to England's Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. As uh, Pat Cummins, that's gone off the outside edge, it's racing to the boundary. It's just kept in, but it's been deflected over. And it is Australia that have won this first Ashes Test match. They've beaten England in truly historic and dramatic style. And it's Pat Cummins that's done the damage. Bit of a crazy game. I mean, what a way to start an Ashes series. Obviously, we wanted to be on the right end of the result, but we weren't. Um, but I think we kind of pretty quickly realised that we put on a show for five days and we've we've given a pretty good advert of what test cricket should be played like and how entertaining it is when you really indulge yourself in it. First ball of the 2023 Ashes and Zach Crawley has just creamed a cover drive to the boundary. England are up and underway. They're four without loss. Whatever happens in this series though, you, Zach, smashing the first ball for four. Like, in 50 years' time, like, when we have Ashes montages building up to an Ashes series, like, that moment, that shot, that pop, the reaction from the dressing room, that will go down in Ashes folklore, won't it? I kind of had it in my head a little bit. I thought it would be a really nice statement to hit an early four, and especially first ball. And so it was kind of in my head, if it's in in my arc, then I'm going to have a dip at it. But, um, you know, thankfully, it was a a nice ball to hit for four, and I, I managed to middle it, which was... You know, lucky in itself. You know, these are the moments that when you're in the backyard playing as a kid, you wish to be in these moments and seeing, um, you know, going out there and being in the middle of an Ashes series, having that drive, that's what you want from every teammate. So, yeah, it's great to to be on the winning side. Were you surprised at how negative Australia were? It felt for me watching the, like, you know, some people saying they're going to try and replicate, you know, this attacking style. It felt like they tried to do the absolute opposite right from ball one where they had... Four men on the boundary yeah. in the first 20 minutes. I think, did Ducky have two slips in for his first ball of an Ashes match, right? Yeah, I think that's probably the most surprising thing was just how quickly they went to those fields. I mean, fair play to them. We're not really... We, we kind of just focus on what we do and we just see gaps in the fields, try to hit those gaps. Mm. Um, but they that that was probably a little bit surprising is seeing how many men they started out with. But, hey, they, they won the game. Fair, yeah. play, fair play to them. Um, so hopefully we can sort of maximise it for the, for the rest of the series. A brilliant test match. A brilliant advert for the game that has kept us enthralled from first ball through to last. 
and it's Australia who will go to Lords. 1-0 up in the Ashes. You boys live your best lives, aren't you, right? You're playing for England, an amazing team that's had so much success. There's so many eyes on cricket. Like, is this literally, this is the dream, right? Yeah, it's special. I mean, this is, a really, this is you know, probably the favourite, my favourite time in my career so far. Definitely, in fact. And, um, you know, that's, that's thanks to the, the leadership in our group that are allowing us to enjoy it like we are at the moment. And um, long may it continue. Let's uh, get a round-up from today's play in the Women's Ashes with Georgie Heath. Georgie. We're at close of play on day three here at the Women's Test Match. It's the only Test Match in this multi-format Ashes series. But Australia, they closed the day 82 without loss in their second inning. So they're 92 runs ahead of England, who were all bowled out for 463. But the talk of the day is Tammy Beaumont, England's opener. She set records galore. She became the first England woman to ever score a double century in a test match. She surpassed a record that had stood for 88 years, that of Betty Snowball. And yes, we can make many jokes about melting records or Betty finally melted in the heat, but Tammy Beaumont, she was not melting. It was just hot, hot, hot cricket. She was fantastic. She raised her bat as she walked off for 208. She was England's final wicket to fall. They were all bowled out for 463. So close of play. People are just finishing filing out here at Trent Bridge, Australia. They are 92 runs ahead of England. They're currently 82 without loss and we'll be back again tomorrow for day four of this five-day test match. To White and Jordan now and earlier this week, the team were joined by former Celtic Leicester and public of Ireland boss Martin O'Neill. The European Cup winner gave his thoughts on Celtic losing Ange Postacoglu to Spurs and gave a scathing assessment on the job done by Ange's predecessor, Antonio Conte. You're not taking your team down to Tottenham Hotspur. You're taking yourself down there. You've got to have your own self-belief. And Ange has done really, really well at, at, at Celtic. He's got a team up and running against some odds, I must admit, because he wasn't that well-known. He didn't get off to the, the best start. He was signing players that nobody knew really about. And all of those things have come to be successful. Yeah. So that's terrific. True. So now what he's doing, he's taking himself down there. He's taking his personality. He's taking his own self-belief or self-confidence, all of those things. If I can draw some sort of parallel with myself, when I left Celtic, I had a, a year out of the game, I came to Aston Villa. Whether I had this inner confidence, I, who knows? But I, at least I exuded some sort of form of confidence anyway. Let's know. I've taken Celtic to the UEFA Cup final. Of course. I know. And Aston Villa have been struggling the last number of years. Yeah. And to me, I thought uh, this is uh, almost like a no lose situation. I can go in here. I can resurrect this side. I can get them going. And if the new owner, Randy Lerner, is going to give me a little bit of backing, so I, can, I can have this team in the, in the top six. And hopefully try and get into Champions League football at some stage. That was my. That was the reason I went down to the football club. Tottenham have done so badly that you think to yourself, this is, this is a, a no-lose situation for me. You talk about the last couple of managers who, who didn't do all that well, and you think to yourself, well, if they don't do well, why should Ange do well? And that'll never, not enter his head. Yeah. Not enter his head. It doesn't yeah. matter. Conte left for... Conte... I, I think, um, personally speaking, I just think there's a laziness in Conti's view of things. You know, that's my that's my point. I feel as if they say, listen, you come out after Southampton game and blame the players. And I wouldn't mind having an argument and saying, you know what, if you, if you give me the best players in the world, I think I might win a few games. You know, so <laughs> it does happen. You know, my granddaughter would win a couple of matches if you give her the best players. So, listen, those are the yeah, sort of things. So yeah. there's a laziness there. The one thing that Postacoglu doesn't have, he doesn't have laziness in his side. He doesn't. He's there to... He's there to drive the side on. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And don't forget, of course, tonight you can hear live commentary of England's under-21 second Group C game at the European Championships as they take on Israel. Here's what you can look forward to on TalkSport 2 tonight. Well, here we go. The start of another Euros campaign for England's Young Lions. I'm confident in the group. I feel like we're in a good position. We're going to really go out there and try and attack every team. Back into the penalty area opportunity now. And it's knocked into the net by Jacob Ramsey. England are off and running at the Euros. So it's important that, you know, we enjoy this experience and this challenge that we've got. So, you know, why can't we win it? Plays it square. Smith Rowe taps it in. And England are going to win their first group game. Day one, job done for England, and they start a major tournament at under-21's level with a victory. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one. There's Andy Goldstein, TalkSport Daily Podcast at first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then... Thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.